0: Welcome to the podcast.
1: TalkLine Network Radio, America's longest-running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community.
0: You are listening to MD Holistic Healing with Dr. Rafael Kelman, holistic medical doctor and internist, as well as best-selling author. To reach Dr. Kelman, please call 833-MD-HELP-ME. That's 833-MD-HELP-ME. Visit him online at Kelmasender.com. Here now is Dr. Raphael Kelman.
2: And welcome to another edition of MD Holistic Healing. I'm Zev Brenner, along with the founder. Of the Kelman Wellness Center, Dr. Roundfield Kelman. It's based in Midtown Manhattan as the premier integrative, holistic medical center known worldwide for treating all thyroid conditions, autoimmune diseases, fatigue, gastrointestinal disorders, Lyme disease, and all kinds of other uh, situations where you need a tradition, a combination of. It's a combination of. Regular medicine, and alternative medicine. He also is a founder of the microbiome medicine, best-selling author. He has treated tens of thousands of patients using his holistic approach. You can always find him at kelmancenter dot com or call him at eight three three MD help me. And they also have the EM Sculp Neo machine, which helps you lose weight. Doctor Kelman, good to have you back. How are you?
0: Great, Deb. Great to be with you again. Yeah.
2: So we got a great show because. On this broadcast, we always look at cutting edge technology in different ways to make you healthy and sometimes we're thinking a little bit out of the box. And we're very pleased tonight. That Professor Michael Crowley joins us. He's a serial technology financial industry entrepreneur who's also both a university collaborator, uh, with RIT's College of Engineering Technology. He's a research professor. He's a co-founder and co-managing member of AT Adventures. And he also is involved with other companies dealing with some cutting edge technology to make people, to make a difference in people's lives, including Sanatella. So, uh, professor Michael Quirrell, I should call you Dr. Michael Quirrell. You're not a medical <laughs> doctor, but you have a PhD. You're a professor. Yeah. So you, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. So as yeah, I thank go you. ahead, Dr. Kelman.
0: Yeah, thank you. No, thanks. Uh, let, let's hear more about what you do. I'm intrigued. Well,
1: let me, let me start from the beginning. So, uh, about four years ago, uh, I formed, uh, a venture creation center, which is not a venture capital center. It, it means that we're in the business of uh, going to uh, industry, uh, universities, government research centers, etc., cetera. And we pick out uh, technologies we think are gonna be uh, able to be commercialized and they need to be so-called advanced technologies. And if you're talking about an advanced technology, uh, if you look at the lane that you're going into in the technology world, and you see other players already in it. Uh, it's not an advanced technology. It's a it's a just a technology. So these are the things that are coming straight from the research centers and require what they call de-risking or commercialization. So since uh, a little a little over three years ago, uh, we got contacted by the University of Rochester, uh, their uh Cancer Center and their Stem Cell Regenerative Medicine Center. And they said that they had the best, uh, they had the best technology in the history of their organization. And they said to me, uh, that they had a way to, uh, allow doctors to cure cancer. That they had a way to allow, uh, us all to have, uh, commercial a grade uh and expert uh assistance in creating bandages made from wharton's jelly which is a part of the umbilical cord that's generally thrown away uh, and it also would put hair on your head and so when they told me that i said well curing cancer that's phenomenal i'd love to be able to do that or find a way to do that i said uh you know creating a new bandage that doesn't create uh, scars and heals without, uh, you know, a bandage type material. That's great. But I said if you can if you can put hair in somebody's head, and it grows, that's a billion dollar idea. So we took on the license to commercialize uh, what's called what we company we now call Sanatella uh, Medical. It's S-A-N-A-T-E-L-A uh, Medical, and Sanatella is is in the process of bringing to the market a kit uh, that allows doctors to understand uh, and to uh, c- c- culture uh, cancer stem cells and precision target those cancer stem cells and potentially cure cancer. Now, the work that we've done has been primarily in acute myeloid leukemia uh, In about when five other cancers. When you say now, target stem
0: cells, yeah. what do you mean by targeting the stem cells? Well, the, the,
1: right now, the treatments that you would get for cancer are targeting what we call normal cancer cells. Uh, right. these are cells that they can potentially kill. Uh, the, what causes the cancer, which is what is fairly new, is not normal cancer cells. It's about 1% of all the cancer cells, and these are cancer stem cells. Now, they're the same as the stem cells, basically that are in your body and create various and sundry parts of your body. But the cancer stem cells are not are not killed by normal cancer treatments. So cancer relapses and metastasize is because the treatment that you get uh, is only targeting and only can kill normal cancer cells. Now, in order for you to target and kill uh, cancer stem cells, you have to be able to culture them as it would be in your body. Then you test, treat, uh, various, uh, chemotherapies or radiation therapies against that. Uh, and so we, this material we have is a matrix that is made entirely from this material inside the umbilical cord called Wharton's jelly. Uh, Wharton's jelly is a miraculous material. And it's traditionally thrown away virtually all the time as medical waste. Uh, so we take that medical waste and we convert it into, you know, one of the most important products anybody has seen. Because this material, uh, in the way we process it, we take it and we uh, homogenize it, which is just what you think. And we lyophilize it, which is means we freeze dry it. When we it goes through that process, it becomes a very a very uh, sturdy white gauze. And that gauze can be either put into uh, cell well kits, uh, where each cell well has a little bit of this gauze, or it can be used to uh, cover a wound or burn. It can also be used to uh, grow bone. And what it does is it, it attracts this material, which is designed on a micro level, to mirror uh, the the uh, bone marrow. Uh, stem cells and cancer stem cells are attracted naturally to bone marrow and to uh, and Shelley. Those are the two things. So this invention creates something that attracts the, the cancer stem cells in both ways that it is naturally attracted uh, in the body. So we can then attract the cancer stem cells from a drop of blood it's placed in each of the cell wells. We then test, uh, we then take, uh, the, the, uh, chemos in different strengths and we put that on top of that little bit of, uh, of, uh, matrix. And when the blood is put in there, cancerous blood, a hundred percent of the cancer stem cells, uh, actually home to or move to into the matrix itself. So it's the first time anybody has seen and cultured cancer stem cells. They are not being killed now because people can't actually target and kill them. Now, we then take a uh, iridescent uh, dye, and that iridescent dye is then placed on top of this uh, material with the blood. And every cell well that we have uh, gets covered with this dye. When the cell well turns black from purple, it means that that particular cancer drug at a particular strength, uh, between 150% of the normal dose and 50% of the drug, whatever that, whatever that strength and drug is, that is the one drug that if you give it to your patient, you can target and kill cancer stem cells. Now, if you kill the cancer stem cells, the natural cancer cells will actually, the body will kill them. The reason why you're dealing with the cancer is because of the cancer stem cells. So but, the, but the, the understanding of cancer stem cells is a new one, and actually uh, patients certainly and the public don't understand the concept and, and how stem cells
0: work. But go ahead. But let me, ask you, let me ask you a question. But in all likelihood that these chemos are, are not going to work because they're not working when you're giving them, a patient uh, on re- regular dosages, uh, you know, even though you're not targeting stem cells, you start, you're targeting cancer cells. Yeah, and they're, the, killing, and they're not yeah, killing. Yeah, none, protoc- none of the
1: protocols. None so, of the protocols that use they use these drugs. None of the protocols have any of the drugs in a strength that would kill cancer stem cells.
0: Yeah, but then, but then you're using such high dosages that would give you. No, no, you're th- only
1: using one. It's just one. You only use one, using one, one drug. drug. You're not using. You're not using right, a protocol know, seven drugs. Sounds like one. you would
0: need a very high dose, in you know, order to be able to kill the stem cell.
1: No, it's it's way less chemo than you would get from a protocol of chemo. You know, the protocol a low, of chemo is, is a, chemo, chemo, but, chemo. This is one but, but chemo. Mean, is yeah, it known ahead.
0: if any chemos that are being used today um, have any effect on stem cells?
1: No, they don't. Not unless so we
0: don't. No. So in other words, it's, it's it's not known if any of the chemos that are out there are going to work on any of these stem uh, on stem cells.
1: None of the chemos have an approval of the FDA to treat cancer stem cells. None of them do. Right.
0: So it's unknown if it's going to work.
1: No, it's been it's been in the lab and used for three years. now. What, a, a lab, it, we will issue it in about six months as a so-called lab-developed test. Uh, it'll, no, it's already I, gone I, I through the, the protocols test. for that.
0: But are there any chemo's that have been shown yet to be able to affect, to, to, uh, kill a stem cell, cancer yes, stem cell?
1: Yes. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's not everybody's cancer is different from everyone else's. So you've got to determine which, which of the various cancer drugs is the one that will kill the cancer stem cells. If you don't do that, you won't, you, you know, there's no cures for cancer. That I mean when people say I'm cancer free, uh, you understand that's not accurate. Uh, you are not free of cancer because your cancer stem may have gone into remission, but they're not gone. They're still active. And the reason why you get, the reason why you relapse is because the cancer cell, stem cells become active again.
0: So you think there are some chemo that actually can kill, uh, stem cells, the cancer stem cells?
1: Yeah, we know that for sure. We've been doing it for three years.
0: So why, so why aren't some of the chemos that are being used now at least some of them killing stem, the cancer stem cells? Some of them must be working no, on that no, level.
1: No, not against cancer stem cells. No.
0: So, so what, for all the chemos that are none of them, the ones that are being used today, none of them can kill stem cancer stem cells.
1: Not in the doses they provide the patients. No, they don't. There, so there have is no. What? There is no Higher treatment. There is no treatment available in any cancer that will kill
0: cancer cells. But but you're saying that the, the chemo drugs that are being used today, some of yeah. them can kill stem cells, cancer stem cells. They, some they of can, them yes,
1: them. In, the right, in the right dose, in the right strength. But is, it,
0: is the dose going to be higher or lower than what's conventionally used to kill regular cancer cells?
1: It could, it could be 150%, which is the highest number. Or it could be 50%, which is the lowest number, but you'll find out because it will actually kill the living, uh, cancer stem cells that are living in the exact same way in the matrix in the, in the lab that they live in your body. That's the key. The key is that we keep those cancer stem cells alive in exactly the same way. And we can do that up to almost four weeks. Uh, so
0: okay, that, it's yeah, possible that, of the, Maybe it would be necessary to start looking at other approaches to kill cancer other than just the the typical chemotherapy drugs that have been used up until now when it comes to stem cells. Maybe a whole different class of drugs is needed, uh, and that, you know, just trying to use the same old drugs that have been used up until now, uh, will not be so successful. Maybe there's a a need for a whole different approach.
1: Yeah, the, the, the cancer experts, are all working to try and figure out how to kill cancer stem cells, but for us it doesn't really matter how you got the cancer it doesn't matter what your cancer is it, it's it 's irrelevant uh, there is going to be a drug that will be able to kill your cancer stem cells uh, now you may have to test twenty five drugs to get there, but you're not you're not experimenting in your body you're experimenting in the lab so that when you get that drug i'm sorry go ahead.
0: Why are you so sure that there's definitely some chemo out there that's going to be able to kill the stem cells? Because well, because
1: we've been doing it for three years already. This is not. And
0: been, they've been studying this already. And we have been and doing it at actual it.
1: practice for three years.
0: Uh huh. So, mm-hmm. what, what
1: we've been working on isn't whether this works or not. It works. And it works for many types of cancer. It should work for all types of cancer. The, every cancer you can name, they've found that. Cancer stem cells are the cause, the root cause of cancer, not not normal cells. So not normal so, cancer
0: cells. But the, so, the that are so there, there are that other ways, you know,
1: certainly to attack cancer. And we also have a company called Regeneral. And Regeneral is a manufacturer of the best uh, mesenchymal stromal uh, cells or stem cells uh, from Wharton's jelly. So Wharton's jelly, uh, we use that in... Every biotech business that we have at Wharton Shelley and Wharton Shelley yields the gold standard of uh stem cells uh, these stem right. cells are zero aged so they're this, they're from the uh the cord after the child is born and that is tested and then we take it and we separate the the uh, uh mSC stem cells from Wharton Shelley. And then we uh, we take those and we take the about a million uh, stem cells. The body, the baby gets between uh, about uh, two million to half a million stem cells from, from at least two two million from the uh, birth. Uh, so we take the cells that are left over in the Wharton's jelly uh, mm-hmm. that don't go into the uh, baby to make the baby. These are. Pluripotent right. stem cells. And these are zero aged. And we take these stem cells. And these stem cells have the ability, uh, potentially, and they are shown to in clinical trials, uh, are tremendous at healing a wide variety of, uh, autoimmune diseases. Uh, they they've been healing, uh, people with, uh, you saw New York Times article. These, these cells have, Been the first cure of diabetes. We've had cures for MS,
0: uh, MD. How do you you get these cells? How do you, how does the average patient get such cells?
1: Yeah. So we, we are, we are manufacturing them. And right now, um, we're building up a, a large bank of these cells. So we right now have about 150 billion cells in storage. Uh, the, the, the federal government gave us, uh, money to build a new lab, uh, and fit it out. And that's for COVID and for long haulers disease, uh, which is one of the things that these cells treat. So what happens is we're doing this so that the cost of these cells is very low, about 95% of, of less than the cost of all other cells. So we've invented a brand new process to culture and grow uh, these valuable MSC cells. Uh, we're able to take a million cells and expand them over uh, a period of uh, about three weeks to uh, about 10 billion cells. Now the treatments that are used for these cells, uh, the serious conditions are about 100 million stem cells. And for like a knee or a joint, you would only put in uh, 25 million cells. Now I myself have had 550 million cells uh, infused in the last uh, four months. Uh, I personally had what's called drug-induced lupus uh, that came from being poisoned by a prescription drug. I had peripheral neuropathy that laid me up uh, two two years in a row for over six months with uh, incredible pain uh, that goes from my knees to my toes, swelled all of the joints I had. And okay. I also had uh, six surgeries on my knees and the meniscus and this may sound incredibly uh bold but all i've cured the peripheral neuropathy with the cells it cured uh, my lupus and the injections into my knee have regrown my meniscus completely and so where i was really disabled i'm now able to walk and do things and play tennis and and you know have a normal life uh, from so
0: you, do this IV, you did these stem cells intravenously? How did you do it? It's
1: an infusion, yeah, intravenously. Uh, some so what of the treatments are the actually, how does it work? Where do those cells, stem cells go? And how do they Stem cells know how to around? go... To, stem cells automatically, we don't know why, but stem cells automatically go to the area of damage. So if you have damage in your uh, shoulder, which I did, uh, it healed the shoulder I was supposed to have operated on. Uh, if you have... Uh, damage to you—you've had a stroke, or traumatic brain injury, or cardiovascular uh, illness, or MS, or whatever—it goes to repair whatever it is that's not working properly in your body. Uh, so
0: that with an order, with an autoimmune do. disorder, it's very systemic. It's not yes. necessarily in one location. So where does it go it goes, an auto-
1: That's actually a, that's actually a spinal injection. So that goes uh into your your entire system, but it's focused on on uh off and down the spine but you can give it as a uh you know as an infusion so we we actually in our second lab we'll be able to produce about five hundred billion uh stem cells a month with our process and we've got a third lab uh that we're gonna open and that that will allow us really treat everybody in the world uh we'll have about it's that's twenty seven labs that we're picking up, we'll have a total of, of 30 labs. And that those 30 labs can produce uh, about 20 trillion stem cells per month. So this is something brand new, uh, but it's also uh, to buy uh, stem cells, but a thousand dollars give or take per million. We're selling for a hundred million cells. We're selling those for between four and $5,000 uh you know an injection
0: sell them to? but who do you sell them to we sell
1: them to doctors uh, we we don't sell them directly to patients so we're currently selling about about 15 billion uh, stem cells and they're used uh, by doctors and clinics they're used for research um you know we've got an offer uh to go down to australia and build a build a uh manufacturing process there so we're the first uh a company of our type uh, we have the, the clearly the best cells. They're guaranteed to be over ninety-five percent potent by a third-party lab, and they are incredible.
2: And are so, you, if an
0: average let's say a doctor has a patient with uh, an autoimmune disorder, they could yes. contact your lab and yep. buy a, a package of uh, stem cells, and they do one infusion, and then the patient gets better. Yes, and, that's and, right. Yep. And ha, ha, let's say someone has uh, rheumatoid arthritis. Same thing. What would it take? Same thing. The doctor doctor would order it for $2,000 to buy enough stem cells to, and then use it intravenously, and then, and then
1: that. So we we have a movie that was, that was just actually premiered at uh, one of the film festivals in New York, and it's it's going to other ones. Uh, It was a Chelsea uh, film festival, and it's about stem cells, and I'm in it, and my daughter's in it, and, uh, the big, the famous doctor in this, uh, his business is called, was our main client. Is, his name is Brian Mailing. Uh, he's an orthopedic surgeon. He also has a clinic, uh, he's not, he's in New York City, but he also has a clinic in Jamaica. And so every weekend, uh, uh he treats uh, 20, 30 patients in Jamaica. And we're now applying for FDA, uh, approval. Uh, we got an approval for, uh, the cancer stem cells to be used to treat traumatic brain injury. Uh, and th- there's a history of, of actually curing traumatic brain injury. But we'll, we'll, apply for, uh, probably six or seven more types of, uh, of, uh, uses. And we apply for them under what's called expanded access, uh, through the FDA. Uh, we, we have a patient who's got a serious condition. Uh, we apply the stem cells and we, we, uh, ask for the approval of the FDA to treat that patient. They turn the answer around in about 24 hours. And
0: if the patient... So what, and the, what, about yeah, go ahead. what about for the treatment of, of cancer? Uh, Do stem cells help for the treatment of cancer? And yeah, there,
1: there's multiple studies. Uh, these are clinical trials going on that show the cancer is inhibited and killed by cancer stem cells. They go after the cancer because it's not...
0: Normal, well, what bad, kind of stem cells do you have to use? What kind of stem cells do you have to use for the treatment of cancer?
1: They're all the same cell. They're, there's off-the-shelf of one type, so the the the, the trials of uh, one cell use versus another. For example, a lot of people are getting what's called autologous cells. That means it's from your body, and it's from uh, fat cells or from bone marrow or whatever. And those cells, one they don't they don't have the power and potency of our cells, but they They also, if you're doing a 60 year old man or woman and you're getting their cells, you're getting cells that are, you know, 60 years old. Uh, when you look at the, the viability and potency of cells, they stay pretty viable until your 30s. Uh, and they start declining certainly by your 40s. And by the time you're in your 60s, there's not, there's not even 20% of the cells potent and people over 70 have less than 10% potent, uh, cells. So when you lose the potency uh, of those cells, you lose the ability to go after any sort of disease. So cancer, you know, all the, all of the things we're most of the things we're talking about are actually aging diseases. I mean, the underlying cause of disease is aging. Uh, it's, it's, it's not the cancer. It's you, your body isn't able to fight off cancer. And so what you're doing is you're infusing, you know, hundreds yeah. of millions of, of cells. So, that are actually uh, going after the disease that you have. Go ahead.
0: So with an autoimmune disorder, right, it, it's a very systemic type of problem. The, the immune yes. system, in, which is located everywhere in the body, yes. right. Right. Is, is running awry, right? So right. are these stem cells re-educating? Are they replacing the immune they're going, cells? They're
1: repairing what? what is the damage uh, that's the cause, need they need bring need you need back to the, the normal state. So the we have a woman who was a nurse, uh, and she was in her late 30s. And one morning she got up and she couldn't walk. They couldn't tell what it was. She went eventually went to the Cleveland Clinic, and they said she had MS. She was bedridden in, in, in a wheelchair for five years, in her room primarily. Uh, she went to Brian Maling. uh He gave her two stem cell infusions. And when she came back, uh, we, we can't say that she's cured, but for the last three years, she has had no symptoms of MS. So right. we, we and so we're recommending now that she would every year, let's say, just to be on the safe side, uh get some more stem cells. So
0: whatever, whatever caused the immune system to uh, run to go awry. It still hasn't been addressed. Something caused the immune system to be attacking its own tissue, right? That's so right. Now
1: yeah. You,
0: yeah. So now you have a lot of you have a lot of damaged or deranged uh, immunological cells, right?
1: Yeah. And now
0: yeah. stem so cells come in and they kind of uh, re- replace them or repair them, whatever.
1: Repair them. Yes. They do. Repair
0: them. Okay, uh, but the signal that's causing this to happen is still there. Right. The cause is no, no, they upset.
1: repair the damage that's causing the signal.
0: But something, let, let's say it's a toxin or the microbiome in the gut is, uh, unhealthy and that's leading to a chronic, uh, inflammatory state, a sleep. So the underlying right, cause is still right. being I,
1: I could tell you, I'm 72 years old. Okay. Um, and when you're 72 years old, your insides don't work as well as they used to, let's say. I don't want
2: to get grabbed. Can we about to, 10 seconds because I want to wrap yeah. it up. Forgive me. So
1: my insides, all of them, have completely reverted to about the way they were in college.
2: Professor Michael Crowley, I want to thank the <laughs> chairman and founder we'll of Adventure.
0: We'll have you on again. We'll have you on again.
2: You've sure. listened to the Holistic Healing. Dr. Raphael Kelman, 833-MD-HELP-ME, 833-MD-HELP-ME. Wonderful show dealing with healing, and you heard some amazing things tonight. But call Dr. Kelman, one eight three three. 833 MD, help me. The Kelman Wellness Center is one of NYC's first locations to offer the brand new Emsculpt Neo treatment. Sculpt Neo is a fast, painless, non-invasive, FDA-approved treatment that reduces up
1: to 30% fat from your abs, buttocks, legs, and arms and increases healthy muscle mass up to 25%. Get the tight abs you've always wanted. Book your treatment today and get a special introductory offer. Call the Kelman Wellness Center at 833-MD-HELP-ME. 833-MD-HELP-ME.
2: Thank you for listening to today's
1: episode. Talkline Network Radio, America's longest running Jewish broadcast network, the voice of the Jewish community.